you know, I guess I've just been on this kick where I've been discussing um, the whacked out manosphere, talking, I've been talking about modern and independent women, I've been talking about anything related to those types of subjects. Um, for those of you who are new to my channel, I'm the Black Native Woman, also known as the Bell. I've also been on this kick of letting you know that I've gotten my name officially trademarked. I'm really excited about it, so I just want to put it out there. I'll probably say it in a few more videos. Okay. Let me see if you guys can see me okay. Is this better? I don't know. All right, so I want to talk about a conversation I had. Um, maybe it was uh, two years ago, three, maybe three years ago. I'm trying to remember. What year? We're in 23. It may have been longer than that, maybe four years ago. So, I'm trying to think, how do I need to start this conversation? Uh, I know someone who is um, a wealthy black man. And when I say wealthy, I mean, rich and wealthiness, I think it's, uh, I think everybody has different definitions. But this man has started businesses, sold them hedge funds, all that stuff. Um, so his money works for him. He's at the point now where he invests in businesses. I have known him for, gosh, I've known him since before I was even pregnant with my twins. So about 11, 12, 13 years, something like that. And I remember as I got to know him, really good guy. Well, let me rephrase that. He went through a period where he was um, he, he was going through infidelity. And I remember I, I, I was talking to him just in general, like, well, why, why are you why did you cheat on your wife and that type of thing? He was thinking about getting a divorce. So and just stick with me for a second. I remember as I had this conversation with him, I learned that he was married previously to a black woman. Loved this black woman. He's he's now married to a white woman. But the woman he was married to the first time, black woman, had um, treated him bad. Okay. Um, called him all get kind of a nerd. He's not a nerd like in Point Dexter nerd. He he's one of those fit guys, um, age as well, but is about taking care of certain things. So I was thinking about how he was married to a black woman, and she she basically just did not appreciate what he was trying to do, the vision he had. For the for his uh, family unit with this woman, and she, I think she even stepped that on him, and it went up divorcing. Hang in there with me. He he was single. He starts dating all kinds of women, mostly I would say non-black women. He went through a phase. He ended up marrying a non-black woman, and I do believe he loved her or loves her. But then, you know. This particular woman got pretty comfortable. Now, I'm hearing from his perspective, okay? Keep that with a grain of salt. And whatever it was, now he steps out on her. He steps out on the white woman with other non-black women, but his main thing at the time was 
a side piece. His side piece was black. Now, I won't say names or anything like that because I remember when he told me the name of this girl. I was like, that's her name? I mean, it was, and, and I know we're going to get some, some flack for this. It was probably the most hood name I have ever heard in my life. And when he described her, what he was attracted to, well, I think he just likes women in general. What he liked was this, I think he just really just liked black women. So it was interesting. He started out married with a black woman, remarried with a white woman. Then he ended up stepping out on her for a period of time. He was very successful, um, smart, nice, charming, decent looking guy. And he was going through this phase. And I remember he would have to go on business trips and he would take this, this side piece, the black woman, the black girl. I wouldn't even say woman. She was a young thing. You know, she apparently had it going on. She had body, yaddy, yaddy and everything. And I remember asking him about why not just divorce your wife? And he said, I'm actually thinking about it. I'm like, you're holding her hostage. He's like, yeah. So he started thinking about all the financial ramifications like most people do. But I don't even think it was even that. Because I'm like, but the way you're set up, you're going to always make more. You have so, your hands in so many things, blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, I just want to be appreciated. I just wanted this, that, and the other, right? I guess she got comfortable and just assumed that he was just going to just, you know, whatever. And so it got me thinking about the kind of man he is or was whatever, you know, and as you get older, you, you become wiser. He wanted to give what he had. He wanted, And it didn't matter if it was a black woman or a white woman because he experienced different forms of people trying to, you know, take advantage of him or whatever. And um, it, it got me thinking when I was thinking about the situation, I was like, you know, they always say it's a black woman, but, you know, he felt what he felt, whether he was with a black woman or a white woman. And he was a charming, outgoing guy. If he rocked with you, he rocked all the way with you until he didn't. So he's one of those guys, whether it's a guy or a woman, if he rocked with you, he rocked with you. And so I was like, well, what's going on? Why would you take the side piece with you? And he admitted how stupid he was because he was just like, I think his nose was wide open over the, the chick with the booty. I was like, oh, so Bootylicious is gone with you. But then I said, but you're staying married to this other thing that you're not even attracted to. I shouldn't call it a thing. This is a full-on woman. You're not even attracted to this woman. He fell out of attraction with his wife. Didn't find her attractive at all. And so when we were, I started having a separate conversation with him about what makes a man who is wealthy marry versus taking a side piece. Now, he did both. And I remember in our conversation, we were talking about certain things that I had considered doing. And I was, and I remember saying, because my husband does well, but we're not wealthy. We're not even rich. We, we do all right, you know. And I remember saying, man, if my husband did X, Y, and Z, let me tell you, the first thing I would do is start a business in something like a hobby or something. And I would have him support my business. 
Because not only do I get to do what I want to do as a hobby, but I can turn it into a business. And then what happens is people who want to do business with my husband, they're typically, some of them are going to start talking to the wife. I think one of the things I said was a wine and paint or sip and paint thing. And I remember saying I would use that as a way of giving back to charity, um, having wine and sip for for clients, having wine and sip to make paintings for hospitals for children. And I went into this whole conversation and he stopped me in the middle of the discussion. He said, basically that right there, you get it. He's like, you get it. Successful men actually do want smart women. Of course, there's always some out there who don't want smart women, right? He's like, we don't need your money or anything like that, but we need you to get it. Because if you understand where we're going and you understand what our vision is, we'll support whatever it is you got going on. You want to start a business, fine. I'll help funnel your business. What do you want? You can work in the business with me or I will support your business. But it would be in a way that always supports the vision of what he's doing. Not that my vision isn't important, but if we have to move in the right direction, the same direction. Everybody can't be the alpha, right? And he's like, although I know you're smart and you can be alpha, but there's no no need, right? We can support each other. And if you want to start a business, I will support you starting your business. But if my if I'm the main, I'm going to say breadwinner, he's like, if I've, if I've got a vision for the family or whatever, then it is what it is. He's like, so, yeah. He was like, a woman who gets that, who can actually support that vision. You want to start one? He's like, yeah, I'll support the business or whatever. He was like, we were just talking hypothetical, like, not necessarily me, but he was just saying, start that. And now that's like a side business that supports what I'm doing. And then if I need to have something for clients, some people, golf, whatever it is. But when you have clients and they have wives and stuff, see, they tend to want to get to know other wives or other whatever. He was like, that's who you marry, not the side piece. You want the woman who's smart, who gets it. She wants. Let's take a quick break. The heart behind the I'm on podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well. You can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com and when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the I'm on podcast with new episodes every Monday. Start a wine and sip thing. Use that as an example. Cause I was like, I think I just want to do that. And he's like, but we were saying like, you take that and you turn that into something that you, you can I hate saying exploit, but you, you turn that into something else. So now when you're networking with people like, Oh, we're going to go support, the wine and paint. I'm just using that as an example. The wine is a sip and paint or whatever uh, situation. The wives will get together and they'll do that. And they can do it for charity. They can do it to support a business. They can do it for whatever it is. And, and that's how you network. And he was like, you know, and, and it went deeper than that because I don't want to go too far in because then you might, I don't want anybody to know who I'm talking about. The point I'm getting at with this conversation was 
earlier when I started this live, I said, lately I've been having conversations about, you know, independent women, modern women, marriage, stay-at-home mom, working mom. That one should go active today. I have that set to go active, I think, around, I don't know what time I have it set to go active. They'll be active this morning. Um, when I started out this, this conversation, you know, I said, those are the things I've been talking about lately. And I wanted to really just focus on this notion of the modern and independent woman. A lot of the men in the whacked out manosphere are not making that connection. They're not making the connection. A lot of the men I know who are wealthy or who are doing really well or whatever, their women are highly educated and really smart. And they are in line with the vision for what that, that man sees. Even when I met my husband, he was like, this is what I want to do. This is where we're going to take the kids. This is how we're going to invest. Are, are you good with this? If you trust me. And he, he had a compelling argument. He's like, you're going to do this. And I see the vision of where he's going and we're doing well. And we always check in like, hey, how are we doing on our goals, right? If you have a woman, I remember, I, I don't know where I heard this. They were talking about men out on the West Coast. Um, some of the Silicon Valley men, I think there was this running joke or something. Oh, where did I see that? Where did I hear that? They were talking about how the biggest flex for them is to be successful enough that you can make your really educated and successful woman want to stay home. Like she doesn't even have to work. They want her educated, though, because they want when they have their children. See, now this woman is still executing the vision for their legacy. They're like, so now, because remember, we carry the culture and everything else. Women's gonna, women carry the message. And the men who are out here in their racked out weirdoness are not even getting that. I'm like, you want your woman to be super dope. Now, this is where women fall short. That's not to say that you can't be a leader or anything like that. But if you want a man to, to rock with you, this is what you got to still do. You guys got to have a vision. And you got to be able to work together on the vision. Both of you can't be alpha at the same time. Doesn't mean you can't be an alpha woman, but you guys can't both be alpha at the same time. And if he is doing the right things, and if he can present some sort of vision that makes sense, of course, because you can't be a ding dong, right? Trust me, men, women will go along. They will actually support your vision and help multiply whatever it is that you want to do. But in order for her to help you do that, they got to be secure. They have to feel secure. The problem is some of y'all go out there after you, you find these women and your side pieces and then you take away the security. You got men out there talking about they want traditional women and like, they don't even know how to be traditional men. So when I asked now, going back into the conversation, I was talking about wives and side pieces. The side piece, he was like, and I actually learned this from multiple men, actually, way, 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 way back when I was younger. But he, he brought that up again years ago. He was like, yeah, the side piece is actually easy. The side piece is easy. I don't have to invest anything. He's like, I've got plenty of money. So it's not that I want to throw it around, but he's like, if she needs something, I just throw money at it, you know, because it's like, I don't have to really invest myself into her. I'm not really sharing my vision. She, she doesn't have a piece of my business or anything. He's like, just, you know, take her out. She's nice to look at and do other things with. I was like, so big booty black girl? He's like, yes. 
booty, <laughs> like big booty black girl. I call her big booty black girl. But she wasn't like big, but you know, I just call her big booty. She she had a body yaddy yaddy that he's just his nose is wide open for. His whole thing was you take on side pieces because for him it was no headache. There was nothing for him. There were money at it. He had plenty of it. There was no real investment. You take on a wife when you have like the vision and there's places you want to go. And when you do want stability and you want someone you can provide in, you want somebody to help, you know, push your legacy, especially if you want to have children. Now, that was just my conversation. It didn't come out exactly like that. I forget some of the exact words you used because it was a while ago, but you get the, the sentiment. And it's not like I haven't heard this type of thing before. But I wish I knew where I, I heard that thing about men out in Silicon Valley is wealthy um, tech men, tech types. They're like, yeah, how much? How It was like a badge of honor, like the more educated that their wives were like, oh, no, my wife was a three-time PhD with like 15 Nobel Peace Prizes, you know, and she doesn't work. Like, it was a badge of honor to have a wife who was educated and smart and who could help execute the vision of what this man um, had for his family, for the legacy. When I listen to Black people talk, I feel collectively lost. I don't know what they have been assimilated into. And that's the women too, because the women now continuously want to be the boss. And I don't have a problem with women leading and stuff when there's no one else that's going to lead, you know, because my husband knows if I need to lead, I can lead, right? Um, I, I pretty much run our house anyway, because as long as my kids are taken care of, his kids are taken care of, and he's just kind of like, he doesn't really get in the way of certain things. He's like, hey, do you? You're happy. The kids are happy. He's happy, right? Like, he doesn't feel the need to step into anything unless I say, hey, I need help with this, like, or whatever. Now, don't be wrong. My husband is an involved uh, father and stuff like that. But the point I'm getting at is if his, if he's comfortable knowing that, okay, my wife's got it because the vision for our family, the, the way I see it running, I, I can, I trust her and she's capable. And I know should something happen to me, my kids are good because she's got it because now I have evidence of also in her capability she gets it. That's the kind of conversations that we need to be having in our community. But we're so busy literally trying to lobby for our own extinction. I mean, I was just like, this is something else. Black men will refuse to deal with black women now. Black women want to die fast. And I don't get me wrong. I say go where you are wanted, but to advocate for not being with a black person because black people are these awful people, there is a sickness running through the community. And it's not just the men. And I want to make myself clear. We've got women saying this too. If you're saying don't date like the dum-dums, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. If you're saying don't date black men, period, I'm like, well, then who are you surrounding with? If you're saying don't mate with black women or procreate with black women because you, you just think something non-black is better. 
there is something wrong with you. There is a sickness there. These are the kind of conversations that we need to start turning that around. So you'll speak truth to light. But right now, we are obsessed with being obsessed with having these negative conversations. I always say, you don't even have to say you hate something. If you're speaking around it, people still get the same message. You're putting all the accoutrements on the plate. The conversations have to switch. We have to switch these conversations. We've got too many people speaking this this silliness. You know, the extermination, the deletion, the elimination of black women and children. You had that one blacked out weirdo that people have been, um, I guess they've been taking his video videos and, and putting it in, they're reacting to his videos and he's talking about the extermination, the elimination of black women. And I'm like, and this guy looks like a full on, like, like snuffle up against, you would think like he was a prize. He's not even attractive. Um, uh, Anton Daniels, I'm like, I didn't even know he was even popular. I'm like, he, he's, I guess he's like popular. He is not even, I'm like, how are you a prize? I listened to the things that he's saying. They say he has a wife and a, and a child. And I was like, oh my, I can only imagine the psychological warfare that is being waged on that family. I have pity for his daughter because she is in no position to remove herself from that if she's a minor. Anyway, when I had that conversation with this man, I'm like, so y'all just not going to let me over into this lane. Like, move. If she's over here, I'm going to she drinking. See, I'm not going to act like this on a Monday. I'm just going to practice kindness. Anyway, I just think that this man, when we were talking, I'll never forget, he was just like, and we're still in contact. He said, basically, that's the part that people don't get. If I am in business, whatever it is, I mean, I don't want to speak to what he does. You understanding the vision of where I'm taking this family is like, I don't care. I'll support you in the business if you want to start one. But ultimately, my business is that's the main one. Like, like so let, let's grow that. Let's make this continue to be great. And he, he's doing all kinds of great things. Like, he's like super dope, by the way. As a matter of fact, I need to hit him up today. Um, you know, he's he stopped his um, infidelities and stuff like that, but he went through a, a really bad phase. And my whole big thing was he was making it clear, like, the side piece, not that he was right. He's like, I was wrong for that because he was hurt on some things with his current wife. And then the first wife he had that was black really just dogged him out. I was like, well, dude, you got to pick some better women. He was like, yeah, you know, they said I was a nerd back then. And like I said, he wasn't like Point Dexter nerd. He wasn't. He was. He was because if you were to see him, it like he doesn't look like a nerd, but he's he's a closet nerd. He's like super smart, super technical, understands business. I'll never forget when he was talking about hedge funds and how he started a hedge fund. I was like, wow. He was like, actually, you can do this too. Um. Anyway, he just brought up some really good points about why he had a side piece. It didn't mean anything. It was. It was. She was something to do. She could do for her, but he knew it for what it was. It was just money. And there was no investment in anything. He had plenty of money. He could have fun. He could go out. He could do all kinds of things. The wife was meant for carrying on a vision and other things. The problem was that whole situation was falling apart. He was like, I'm not even attracted to her anymore. I might like, see. You start off.
off with a black woman. You should have left that black woman. Well, that black woman. But so, but then he ends up marrying a white woman. But then his his boo thing ended up being a well, was multiple women that were not black too. But it ended up being a black. His main one was a black woman. I'm like, well, then you really wanted a black woman. I'm like, well, what, what, what's really happening here? Anyway, I don't know. We need to have different conversations. We need to change our conversations to something that is meaningful. Talk about like why wives are important, why you want your wife to be educated. We have to stop this nonsense that we're preaching in, in our community. I mean, the men are embarrassing themselves. I'm like, it's embarrassing. I'm like, oh my. Hmm. Anyway, all right, that's it. Leave a comment. Hmm, have a good one.